Those stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our review of the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. This is part three of our look at the Rogue review. We are going to take a look at Quick Getaway, Calculated Risk, Stylish Coat, and Chuck Fergus Level 2. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisper in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or are simply bad for the big game get a Curse token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. You all rock! If you'd like to be amazing like these people and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to Patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Chitty, Nicole Fiscus, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for their contributions to the channel. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back everyone to our reviews of the player cards in the uh, Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. We are uh, taking a look at the Rogue cards. This is uh, part three. The first card we're going to take a look at is Quick Getaway. It's a two-cost event with two agility skill icons. The trick trait, it's fast. Play when an enemy attacks you. Evade. Attempt to evade the attacking enemy. If you succeed, cancel that enemy's attack. So this card reminded me of a couple cards. There's Dodge from the Guardian card pool, which is basically the same except you just cancel the attack. the attack. You don't yeah. have to make any sort of tests. The other was Narrow Escape, I believe it was. Ah, uh, right, Cancel that, Attack. Uh, yeah. Cancels, but it's Attacks of Opportunity only, True. and then gives you a bonus on the, uh, the following skill test. What do you think about this one? This one I think is also very niche. because I. So initially I was comparing it to Dodge, where you just cancel the attack, no test and cost less. Then I started thinking of it like, okay, so you're getting a fast evade. So then I compared it to Swift Reflexes, where Swift Reflexes, you pay to get an action. You can do whatever you want with it. So this is kind of like Swift Re Reflexes, except the only action you're able to get is an evade test. So what are the situations that Swift Reflexes doesn't do the job? Because Swift Reflexes can give you any action. This gives you an evade. So you have to... I don't know, you tell me. When I went back and looked at Narrow Escape, I mean, that card, uh -huh. it's basically like, okay, I investigate, yeah. the enemy attacks me, I cancel the attack and I get plus two on my yes. investigate skill test. If I had quick getaway instead, I investigate, the enemy attacks me, I try to evade it, possibly fail, mm -hmm. then I get to make an investigate test at even at without any bonus true narrow escape seems better i in, agree in I, those I also cases. think so yeah. same with quick reflexes like you if you're getting any action you want yes. that's obviously better than getting an evade so then i started thinking okay so i say i want to move so i move the enemy attacks me i try to evade it I leave it behind, I assume. Would it stay? Oh yeah, because you provoke you're still in your in your, you're still in in your, your space. location. Yeah. 
But then I get to the next location and I don't get any bonus from Narrow Escape. Right, that's true. Whereas, but the enemy is evaded. But the enemy is evaded in this case. Yes. Whereas with Narrow Escape, you would move, the enemy would follow you, and then you would get plus two on your next task, which would have to be probably either an evade or you're taking an attack of opportunity to investigate. So maybe I think this... Swift Reflexes kind of covers like 99% of the cases you'd want to use this. Because in Swift Reflexes, there are enough action windows out there that you can just play Swift Reflexes, take an evasion test, and that kind of solves the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is also... Worst case, I guess it's just a, a dodge. How many? Uh, dodge what are the icons exactly... on Swift Reflexes? I think there. I think that one is also two agility. Okay. Like it had good icons. Yeah, this one. This one didn't really wow me when I. Yeah, uh, as very, I started to sort of very think specific. About what I was, mm -hmm. what I would do with it. There are definitely circumstances where I would prefer to have narrow escape rather than this. Like, yeah, I feel like if you're just dodging you... an enemy with this, this does mm -hmm. open up dodge to, say, somebody like Wendy who wouldn't be able to take dodge normally. Or That's true. Or any of the Rita. other rogues not named Skids or Leo. <laughs> yeah, or, or Rita. Or Tony. I think Tony mm -hmm. could take guardian cards, guardian events. Uh, it's true. It's true. So, but I don't, I mean... How many rogues aren't who aren't named Tony, Leo, or Skids have been pining for a dodge? Exactly. Not even Guardians pine for dodges, in my experience. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's yeah. the thing. Like dodge, I think back in the core set was was played. I don't see it played that often these days. So if yeah. the Guardians aren't it, playing dodge, then yeah. I think there's I think there's a niche case with um, Kimani. I think that's why this card's in the in the box because Kimani likes evading. But even then, if she ha if they have access to um, Swift Reflexes, play that. I also don't see how this would kick out um, Quick Reflexes or Quick Thinking. Quick Thinking. So, right. I think I feel like Swift Reflexes and Quick Thinking do the job, but. In a, it, it's more general and you can do more things with them so yeah. I, w I wouldn't play this except maybe as like a really like if you're really going for swift reflexes you need a third and fourth copy of it then yeah rating uh just auto fail yeah like it has like incredibly niche uses but just play swift reflexes instead you know if you can yeah i mean there's like one investigator rita who can take this and not swift reflexes but this is a general rating we're not doing it unless you want to break out the spreadsheet at this point <laughs> where we do where we rate every card for every investigator no then nah, just auto fail i'm gonna go elder thing on this one okay. it does a thing i think there are other cards that do that thing better and we've, yeah. we've talked about quite a few of them. There's quick thinking, there's quick reflexes, there's narrow escape. If you yeah. don't have access to any of those cards, then quick getaway will do the job in certain circumstances. But yeah, I, I mean, it does have two agility skill icons, which is really nice. Sure. 
if it had mismatched icons then it would be worse and i'd probably drop it down to a to an auto fail in that case but i mean it does it will cancel an attack in a pinch and there are certain rogues and off-class rogues who don't want to get smacked and this will it's true this will save them in mm-hmm. in that case so okay. can't really complain about that the next card is the one of the cards that i spoiled uh for the scarlet keys this is calculated risk it's a skill gambit and faded trait max one committed per skill test commit only to a skill test you are performing of any type and only if it is your turn Calculated risk gains one wild skill icon for each action you perform this turn, including this one. After this test ends, end your turn. What do you think about this one? Okay, so it's kind of like a reverse take the initiative. Of course, we want to look at it. We want to say, I'm going to take five actions this turn, and I'm going to get plus five on one of them. Let's let's think of it as like the base case. So the base case is you get three wilds on your third action of the turn okay that's not bad you get two wilds so the equivalent of an unexpected courage if it's the second action oh but it ends your turn ouch yeah so you're really only using this on the third action oh man i i wish this didn't end your turn or potentially as i think people mentioned in the uh, in the comments for my uh, spoiler for this there is also frozen in fear which i believe you can commit this to Oh, right, because Frozen and Fear is happening at the end of your turn as well. Yeah. Right. Potentially, uh, say you, you take your three actions, you test mm-hmm. Frozen and Fear, you're getting three wild skill icons, which is... Okay, now that that's that's niche, but um, nice at zero XP, because um, rogues don't have a lot. So um, what I'm getting at is that rogues don't have a take the initiative, they don't have an inquiring mind, they don't have a promise of power, they don't have a big wild skill card at level zero they have savant at level two sorry at level one depending on which rogue you are so like i think in a lot of cases you kind of you can use this as like your zero xp proxy for for savant because savant just works you know it's always giving you a it's like depending on the investigator of course but in most investigators who could take savant it's giving you at least three wilds and that's really nice i love savant so I can see this being like the zero XP savant. I don't think I'd play two copies because I'm thinking back to last chance where unless you're playing a specific deck with last chance, like getting it up to like three or four wilds is kind of hard. So you're doing this only for the third test of the turn. Yeah, I think it might be worth one copy. I don't think I'd play two though. And I wouldn't play this over. Um, I wouldn't play this over things like uh, manual dexterity or um, unexpected courage. I definitely wouldn't play it over savant once I have XP. Yeah, I was, so I was trying like, to think whether I would prefer yeah. when you uh, when you were talking about take the initiative. Uh, it's like, would I prefer to have say with take the initiative? You you start with three wilds and it gets worse. Yeah. This one you but, start with zero wilds and it gets better, although you only have really one opportunity to play it. Yeah. Well, it's because they're kind of they're kind of mirroring the whole thing with like payday, you know, and how guardians have had a few cards that have the bold tag, which means you've got to play them as your first action of the turn. It's something we haven't seen in a long time. But it sounds like they're just 
bringing back Faded because there aren't very many of them, but they show up from time to time. Yeah, I think this is really niche. I really wish it didn't end your turn because then I could use it on the second action and get two wilds, and then it gets up to Unexpected Courage level. Yeah. Yeah. You can't use it in the Mythos phase either, like you can with... No. Like, probably the best thing about Take the Initiative is that you can use it in the Mythos phase. So how would you rate this one? Okay, so the problem with this card is that when I draw it, I'm going to wish it was something else. So I'm going to give it an Elder thing. It, it does have wilds on it, and rogues don't have a lot of those at level zero. You, you have to wait for Savant to get those. But it's going to feel bad drawing this when it's like, it could have been an Unexpected Courage, it could have been an Overpower, it could have been a Guts, it could have been a um, Manual Dexterity, could have been something else that is less restrictive and doesn't end my turn. So yeah, I'm going to give it another thing. Yeah, I think you talked me down there. I was I was going to go zero because it has wild skill icons, and I could see playing this on my third or fourth action. Although I think it's a little harder than, say, take the initiative, because with taking the initiative, oh, yeah. you sort of know. Like, you, you start your turn, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to mm -hmm. fight the thing, or I'm going to investigate the thing. I'm, I know when I'm going to use it. This one seems a little bit harder to determine. It's just like, well, yes. we have to see how the turn goes Yes. when I get to, to action three or four, if I'm playing, say, the basic you know, action generator and say, Leo or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like you said, this is one of those cards that, and I agree with you here, that you're going to draw it, you're going to wish it was something else. Yeah, something that doesn't in end most your of those circumstances, <laughs> and especially during the mythos phase, because mm -hmm. this is not going to this will save you from the frozen in fear. Which, if you are really worried about frozen in fear, I guess this is a nice stopgap measure until you can get any of the other frozen in fear counters that were released during the the uh, edge of the earth, whether Savant. that being Savant or uh, counterintelligence, etc., yeah. etc. Or if you're playing multiplayer, just have somebody else remove it for you is, is yes. the other option. If this didn't end your turn, I'd be much more willing to to give it a chance. Uh -huh. But it just feels like it's too restrictive compared uh -huh. to all the others that, that do something similar. Like Inquiring Mind, you need a clue at your location. Yes. That's a pretty low bar to clear. Take the initiative. You want to play it on your first action. Or in the mythos phase. Or in the mythos phase. A low bar to clear. Promise of power at a Kirsto win. No bar to clear, really, for four. Yeah, you, it's, a, it's a tomorrow problem. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we'll, we'll deal with that later, and it probably won't affect us yeah. anyway. This one just seems overly restrictive for yeah. for what it does. Like, why why were they so tough on rogues here? I don't, I don't get it. I have a feeling that... The fact that you immediate that I wonder if people immediately went to the the thing of, but I get a six action turn and then I get six wilds. Oh, and that's too many. Yeah, we we can't have that, you know. And and oh, and because it's faded, so faded means it ends your turn. Like I think every other faded card also ends your turn. Payday, let God sort them out. Are there even any others? Yeah, yeah. but they both end your turn. Yeah, gotta have that. Gotta have that design parallel there. The next card we're going to take a look at is our first, uh, or I guess our second XP card, since we looked at uh, Thieves uh, Kit Level 3 earlier. This is Stylish Coat. 
two cost asset with one XP, agility skill icon, item and clothing as a response when you gain one or more resources during your turn via another player card effect, exhaust stylish coat and gain one additional resource. Uh, it has one health and one sanity and takes up a body slot. This one sort of reminded me again of Lab Coat, which we looked at in the, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. in the Seeker yeah. card pool. Similar costs, does a thing, and has one and one. And uh, takes up a slot where there's really not uh, that much competition. I thought, well, maybe rogues have more than, than other classes if you count uh, fine clothes and leather jacket and... Yeah. Trench coat sees uh, play in in some rogue decks as, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, the easiest way to think about this card is if you're playing Lone Wolf, you gain a resource from Lone Wolf. You exhaust this, you get two resources from Lone Wolf instead of one. What do you think about this one? I want to compare it to Leather Jacket from the Winifred starter deck. So the thing about the Winifred start the Leather Jacket is that it's fast. This is not fast. This also costs an XP, which feels really bad. It has to be okay. You have you got to get those resources during your turn from another player card effect, which makes which I look at and I go, oh, so it doesn't work on Jenny. Well, they just didn't want you to to. It sounds like they didn't want you to gain a resource every turn just from upkeep, so it has to be during your turn. Okay, so how often are you gonna do that? Not every turn. Okay, so it's not as reliable. I'd say it's not as reliable as Lone Wolf. Okay, so now we're thinking it's like it's kind of like Lone Wolf, but not really, because you gotta right, you gotta have some other way to gain resources, not just this. It just gives you more resources. It's a clothing. That's good. It is a clothing in the box, which needed to be in the box, so that way the giant hidden pocket combo. Right. <laughs> you know could actually work man this giant hidden pocket combo is up to like 14 cards you know 14 cards for one accessory slot yeah okay uh i just i i'd I'd rather play fine clothes because fine clothes cost less and does a thing this just gives you resources maybe and cost xp i think i'd rather play leather jacket because it's fast and doesn't cost xp I'd rather play fine clothes because it does a thing and doesn't cost XP and is cheaper. So the I guess the options here would be, I'm thinking, okay, there's Lone Wolf, obviously. There's something like Watch This. If True. you gamble, you get a, an extra resource tacked on. I mean, worst case, you play Emergency Cash. You get an extra resource. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there are probably enough effects yeah that you could you could get enough resources out of it i just feel like this is one of those cards that at one xp people will be looking you know rogues are pretty xp hungry because they have so many exceptional cards and yeah i mean you're gonna need you're gonna want things like hot streak and yes i just feel like you're gonna this card will get bypassed in favor. Yeah, it kind of takes it kind of takes away from your hot streak budget, you know, so to speak. If you really want those resources, like I'm looking at this and I think, okay, well, do I take, do I do I divert my XP on this instead of hot streak? Ooh, I don't know, I don't know. 
And then I, I'm, and then once again, because it gains resources, I want to compare it to emergency cash. So this thing needs to gain five resources to tie with emergency cash. So that's five turns of something else getting me resources and triggering this yeah, in order to tie when, with when emergency When you put cash. it that way, it seems... Uh, it's going to take a while. It's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you use it on, if you use it for the soak, it stops giving you resources. You know, I wish it cost zero. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's a stylish coat. Stylish coats are are not cheap. Yeah, but fine clothes cost one. Yeah, and they're well, this this is twice as clothes. twice as fine as fine clothes. Yeah, but fine clothes let you like talk people into things. You know, the stylish coat. You're not you don't you don't get to talk anybody into anything when you have stylish coats. It's like a stylish coat that you wear to like a very dark theater and like people know you're in the stylish coat but they can't see it. But if you're in fine clothes, you wear that and you talk to people. Or maybe they assume that you're by yourself because you're playing this in combination with Lone Wolf, so nobody is around to talk to. <laughs> so no one's around to talk to. So you're talking about like one of those giant fur coats. Yeah, you're just you're just stylish for yourself. Oh, and then when you're talking to people, you've already checked the code in with at the code check because it's so heavy that you can't wear it into the casino. Right. I think we figured it out. So how would you rate this one? Ooh, uh, I'll just do other thing because at least it... Uh, I, I don't think I want to give... It's not an auto fail because at least it actually does a thing. Uh, yeah, I'll just go. I'll just go with the other thing. Yeah... Okay, I'll give it an elder thing as well. I think uh, I'm trying to think of ways that uh, I just feel like this is going to fly under my radar in terms it's of It's there XP. because the hidden pocket needs to go somewhere. Well, that's true. And that's why it's in the box. That's why it's in the box. We have hidden yeah. pocket. We need a coat. We, we get a, a stylish coat, coat yes. that can generate your resources. But you're spending two on this. And then and an XP. plan. You're spending two resources and an XP, and then you're not using it for soak for yeah. at least if, until you've gained at least five resources. I wish it had. So. I, I I wish it had two health worth of soak, because then you could do Lonnie Ritter and use it to like heal. Right. You know? Yeah. That yeah. would be, or at least just have two, so you can like dump one on it. And still and gain still, resources. And still gain the resources. Yeah. So it's actually doing what the, the function of the you know, the soak is supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, we're given stylish coat uh, an elder thing. Uh, we still haven't even gone over the fact that a coat can absorb horror and how the hell that works. Maybe you pull it over your head? Ob it's it's obviously got a hood. Yeah, you go. Well, oh my no, god! There's no hood in the art, so that wasn't included in the in the art notes yeah. when they send it to the. Uh, Maybe we need a stylish a coat with a hood. Yes, you need a stylish coat with a hood, so that way you could avoid the horror. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Without a hood, I don't know how that works. The next card is a downgrade for a card that we received in the Winifred Havamock starter deck. This is Chuck Fergus O'Banion Driver, level two. Uh, the uh, previous version was level five, I believe. Four cost oh, yeah. asset, uh, combat and agility skill icons, ally and criminal trait, 
Response, when you play a tactic or trick event, exhaust Chuck Fergus to choose one. That event gains fast. That event costs two fewer resources to play. You get plus two skill value while performing a skill test during the resolution of that event. Chuck has two health, two sanity, and takes up an ally slot. Now, uh, Chuck Fergus level five is essentially the same card, except you got to choose two. Now, I have not played Chuck because he cost 5 XP, which seemed like a lot of XP. What do you think about the level 2 version? Yeah, I like this guy. Um, so, as I normally do, I mean, I look at the card and I compare it to things that already exist. So, okay, so let's, if I compare it to Leo DeLuca, Leo DeLuca kind of gives you the fast effect every turn but at the cost of six resources. So Chuck is cheaper than Leo DeLuca. You pay XP for him, but it's so it's kind of on the level as Leo DeLuca for the first bullet point. But Chuck has two more bullet points. And I'm like, okay. He makes events. He could instead make the event cost two fewer resources to play. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty nice. So it's like he's giving you two resources a turn, given that you're playing a tactic or trick. That's a lot. Or he's giving you plus two skill value, kind of like uh, um, like a high roller, you know. And it's like, okay, and this is pretty flexible. And unlike something that does a lot of different things, like the red clock, you get to choose which one you need at the time. So I feel like this guy is not overwhelming because his effects are kind of in line with things that already exist at a similar um, cost. But then you. Yeah, so his his, his effects are, on, are in line with things that already exist. And you get to choose which one you need at the time. So I think this guy is actually pretty good. Yeah, check level five, you got to pick two, which seems... It's all, he's so expensive. Which yeah. seems, I mean, sure, you get to play something mm -hmm. fast for cheap. Or, yeah. you know any combination of those that you wanted but 5 xp was was way out Ooh. there i basically ignored chuck fergus level 5 and so i'm not so, really familiar oh. with what kind of tactics or tricks work best with him uh, i know there were some players who chuck got a lot of love from from some members of the community I think that they yeah. will probably be happy that they can pick him up now for two XP yeah. and just get one of the one of the things the, rather than two. The key thing that this does, which is very important, and the and it uh, it kind of addresses the key problem with uh, Chuck Fergus level five, is the fact that Chuck was level five meant that it would became very expensive to even get the deck started, to like get a Chuck Fergus deck out of the station. So the fact that this one is two means you can go with baby chuck and you can get the deck out of the station by like scenario two or three and then you can upgrade into the big chuck as the campaign goes on by like scenario six or so right so you, what it means is you don't have to wait until scenario six to get your whole concept going which is nice i'm glad i'm really glad he's in the game i'm really glad they published this guy just for the concept and i've you know i've seen i've seen various chuck decks you know people play with chuck fergus i think it's great I think people have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I'm more of a Lola Santiago type of guy, you know, or a, Di or a Delilah O'Rourke. But you know what? Having that additional choice, you know, with Chuck Fergus is pretty great. I've seen a lot of people have a lot of fun with it. And just the fact that he exists 
I kind of wish he was. I really wish this guy was in the uh, Winifred Havamick starter deck. You know, so that way you could play yeah. Baby Chuck and then upgrade into him. Like, you know, yeah. and you can actually get the deck started. Yeah, I think so, yeah, there are a Glad ton he's, of Glad he's in the in game. That deck too. That, that oh god, that, there's so many. The deck is geared towards. It's just like if you're upgrading the Winifred Havamock starter deck, you should be buying Chuck, but buying chuck and all the events to play with chuck was just seems so, so unrealistic that yeah it wasn't worth uh like if you're trying to play if you're trying to reliably do pilfer in the winifred harper starter deck you are looking at 16 xp just for two copies of chuck and two copies of pilfer level three and that's it <laughs> like that's just to get started you know and you're looking at like scenario yeah that's a lot of scenarios you got to go through so like so this is this is great because you get to Pick what effect you need, and you can kind of get the deck going. So, good good card. Glad he's in it. How would you rate this one? Let's see. Do I play this in a deck that isn't focused on playing tactics or tricks all the time? Probably not. That makes him a bless. Yeah, yeah he glues um, it. He glues that deck together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's he's yeah. While he's a little cheaper than the other one, I still think he's a bless token just because. If you're playing him, yeah. then you probably have a suite of tactics or tricks that you uh, are going to be playing with him. I mean, it's nice that you can probably play that deck in a variety of uh, investigators. And the fact that now he he uh, costs two, he's now open to off-class rogues, which is opens up even more potential for him true. than yeah. the level five version did. So yeah, I think you're you're probably going to build around him you're going to have the suite that you want and this guy's just going to make it to uh, run that much smoother. So yeah, a uh, pretty, uh, yeah. Glad he's in the game. Pretty good card. The next <laughs> card we're going to look at is dirty fighting. It's a three cost asset that costs two XP combat skill icon, talent trick and illicit trait limit one per investigator while attacking, parlaying, or attempting to evade an exhausted enemy, you get plus two skill value. As a response, after you evade an enemy, exhaust dirty fighting, take a fight action against that enemy, ignore the aloof keyword for this attack. Thoughts on dirty fighting? This one is pretty specific. Whereas even Chuck Fergus is like pretty general in that you can kind of use Chuck Fergus on like any of your events. This one is specific. I want to compare this to my go-to, uh, High Roller. So High Roller lets you, gets, you exhaust it, you spend some resources, you might get them back. Gives you plus two on any skill you want. Once a round. Okay, so this is, it gives you plus two more than once a round. If you're attacking, parlaying, or attempting an evade an exhausting, exhausted enemy. Okay. So if you want to play Dirty Fighting, you're going to want to be reliably using that top part more than once. Oh, this is for Kamani. Yeah, so that way Kamani can get plus two on her follow-up evade because she has to, and they have to evade things, they have to evade things twice in order to defeat them. Oh, I see what they're doing here. Okay, so this is, you're playing the enemy handler. Probably someone like Kamani or Winifred, maybe. And you need to, you want to be doing that part more than once. Yeah, that's pretty specific. This is pretty specific to Kamani. Free fight actions are nice, though. There's some hilarious stuff you can do with a 25 automatic, where you evade and then attack twice. Does this work with Cheap Shot? 
Yeah, because, um, oh, right. So what it will do with Cheap Shot is that you attack the enemy with Cheap Shot. You don't get the plus two skill value. You then get a free evade off of it. Cheap Shot evades the thing. Then you get to exhaust Dirty Fighting and do another fight attempt. So it'll do that. And then you're looking at three plus damage. I think in a focused deck that's focused on evading, the fact that you can get effectively an extra action a turn by evading and then fighting is pretty nice. So like I'm imagining like skids where um, you evade the enemy first and then you get a free shot with your 45 automatic or um, 25 automatic or what, or derringer or whatever. I yeah, can I see that working the where you want to automatic where you get extra damage after it's evaded. Exactly. Evaded enemies. And the, yeah. And I, I like how they slipped in the ignore the key, the aloof keyword, because you, if it was aloof, one of the problems with aloof enemies is that once you evade them, you can't hit them. So at least it gets around that, which is niche, but uh, sucks when it gets you, you know, <laughs> I may have run into this problem before. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're playing a deck that uses that wants to do the 25 automatic thing, or if you're playing Kamani, I can see this working out. Yeah, because Kamani is the only one who wants to evade an exhausted enemy. So you're really looking at the attacking part. It's still pretty niche because in mo because in a lot of in like most your average deck, high roller does the job. You just exhaust it. You get plus two to any skill test you want, and it just works. Yeah, no. with this one you got to be doing specific things. How would you rate this one? Ooh, so it's niche, but I don't think it's the glue that holds the deck together. Go with a zero, because there's definitely been more and more support as time goes on with like Tony Morgan and twenty five automatics and Trish to an extent for this type of deck that likes to both evade and fight. Mm -hmm. so i think when you're doing that it's like a zero what do you think i don't really have strong feelings about this card okay. either way um it's nice that you're getting plus two skill value prop i mean for most investigators it's going to be either attacking and parlaying and parlaying doesn't happen all that often so yeah and you don't have to parlay attacking. exhausted things so so yeah. plus two while attacking an exhausted okay. enemy it has to be an exhausted enemy. Okay, well that yeah. yeah, that's definitely seems like a Kamani card. Yeah, although it's, Bolas, uh, I think we were talking about Bolas. I think it combos with that. If you want to attack the Bolas target, you know. Yeah, I don't see myself attacking yeah. a Bola enemy all that often. Yeah, it's true. It's true. If there was a way to get your Bolas back after you uh, defeat the enemy, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This one, yeah. I just I don't really have. I'm gonna give it a zero. I don't have strong opinions on it either way. It yeah. seems like a very much a, a Kaimani card. In yeah, which case, it's definitely one of I would probably Kaimani say signatures. bless. Oh yeah, if you yeah, because it kind of it's kind of like it gives Kaimani an extra action, which to actually get the effect through. Yeah. I, yeah, I think if if Kaimani is the really the only investigator you're going to play this in, then then it would be a bless. Okay, I 
but I, see... I can't definitively say yeah. that that's the only investigator that you're playing Correct. in. There may be yeah, other I... like it, it does have, you know, with the twenty five automatic, maybe. Um, uh, I'll take that. What's his, what's his name? Uh, Tony. No, no, no. Dude. Skids. Oh, why am I forgetting his name? The Forgotten Age Rogue. Oh, Finn. Yeah, that's true. Finn. That's true. You know, yeah, Finn, I can see that. Finn gets yeah. the free evade. If you gear him with okay. a 25 automatic, he evades the enemy, exhausts dirty fighting, shoots it, gets bonus damage. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, I guess a zero is, I think right i don't think you know i could see it going in other decks besides kaimani so i think zero is is okay you know getting plus two on a fight having the the parlay from time to time but yeah it's that exhausted enemy part that uh... yeah i think support for a deck where this works is is becoming more and more there's more and more of it because it does solve a problem that I've ha I have had in the past where I feel like I only have enough actions to evade or fight. And right. if I'm playing a rogue and I'm playing the primary en the enemy handler, I often feel like I need to evade but also kill things. So at least what this does is it um, it kind of buys the action back from trying to do both. And I like how it turns off retaliate as a result. So I can evade the thing, then take a shot. Dirty fighting is giving me the free action. Dirty fighting is also adding two to my test. Yeah, I, I kind of like that in that regard. It is specific though, because I think in most I think in most decks where I don't need to where I need to evade or fight, I'm thinking uh, high roller kind of does the job. Or if I'm like doing fight or investigate or evade or investigate, then I think high roller is where it's at. Now, and do I you get bonus points if you use your Tennessee Sour Mash for that fight action? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because you're you're uh, throwing alcohol at the enemy, and it's at like plus five, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. put that in your deck for the fight action on this card. Smash bottles yeah. over people's heads, and uh, zeros across the board for dirty fighting. That's going to do it for our look at uh, the part three of the rogue cards in uh, the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. Of course, let us know in the comments down below what you think about uh, these cards. Any final thoughts? Man, this this whole rogue set is pretty niche. Just like we got a lot of specific uses, and then we have Chuck Vergus, which I'm so glad he's in the game. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think Chuck's the standout in uh, in this batch. The the others, it's a lot of cards that, like you said, seem very specific, mm -hmm. either for Kaimani or for uh, specific decks. Yeah. But uh, Chuck is one of those cards that, by reducing his XP, they have now made him and his ability available to a whole bunch of yeah. different investigators, and that will uh, that creates uh, more deck space to explore so that's uh, i'm always in uh, in favor of uh, that that's going to do it for this episode if you enjoyed what you hear remember to like comment and subscribe if you need to contact me i can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com i'm also on twitter at manfromlang 
Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your other sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.